and have those conversations even when there is no kerfuffle or something happening, you know? Oh, what? Kerfuffle. <laughs> you know, no, like dr- drama. I don't know. <laughs> I can't spell it for you. <laughs> Yo, it's Sarah G, Jessica B, I am Omega, and this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. And uh, we still have our guest host hanging around, Mr. Vic, all the way from the UK, the man of Miss Jessica, who we heard so much about. Actually, we've mentioned you quite a few times on the podcast, yeah? Yeah, you have. Glad you <laughs> yeah. I heard my name a few times. It was yeah. her fault. Living <laughs> flesh. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, see, here we go. Here we, see, this is perfect. Right? So, with that, <laughs> how do you two handle conflict in your relationship? This is what we're going to talk about. Handling conflict. Shoot. Huh? Go oh, lady. <laughs> but we had a conversation about it before we got started, yeah. right? When we were out having our, our coffee and everything before we before we started to record, and I I thought it was a pretty good conversation, so yeah. I wanted to bring it to the table in here. So, real talk, how do you guys handle it, right? Let me give a scenario first, okay? Because <laughs> both of y'all sitting there, y'all being too polite. You go, no, you go, <laughs> and this and this, that's just too much. Blah, I'm gonna throw up on everybody. <laughs> right. So let's say Vic is uh, Vic is is at work, mm-hmm. and um, he comes home maybe seven o'clock in the evening every day. Okay, right, but. The brother works hard. I appreciate you, Vic, for working hard, doing what you do. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? So he works hard. Don't look at him like that. Focus. <laughs> he works hard. He comes home, right? He wants to eat. He wants to rest, right? Mm-hmm. So he eats his dinner. He's tired. He falls asleep. But you feel like he's not talking to you enough. You want to unload. You want to talk about your day. You want to tell him all the things that have happened, right, to just... Let your partner know how you feel. Weeks go by. You don't say anything, right? A few weeks into it, you explode. Ah, I want to talk. Wake up. <laughs> how do you handle it? What's the way you approach it? Um, I just feel like in terms of this scenario, I don't really know how to because I know that I would mention it before. Well, the scenario <laughs> doesn't have you mentioning it. <laughs> so... In terms of the scenario. <laughs> okay, if I were to, um, how would you approach it? You're tired I, of it. I would. I would just. I I'd sit him down and be like, "Hey, I feel like this is this. Look, look at him. Long- look at him when you say it. Hey, I feel like this has been a long time coming. I think we should have a conversation about how you know." We're getting through the day. I feel like maybe I need a little bit more attention. Yeah. What can we do about that? How can we go from there? No? Do you not think that's how You're I making it sound it? too easy. Um. How would I handle it? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, pause. Is that how she would approach it? I mean, there's a likely... Don't, don't look at her. You got an answer. <laughs> There's a big, there's a, there's a chance that that could be the case, but at the same time, obviously we're all human beings and that's not sustainable to have that nature all in all. Like you, you definitely do have the tendency to snap 
And I mean, I'm not saying that you've done that. I'm trying to be careful. About oh, you you, but, but you just said I've got the tendency to snap. We're all human beings, yeah. You like as know. much as we try to say this is what we would like to happen, there's a chance that it wouldn't happen that way. And I mean, it's a long, it's a lifetime commitment. And there's a chance that it's not going to be that way all the time. And there's a chance that we might slip up and do things that are like out of character. So okay, you being extremely politically correct right now. I'm, tr- I'm yeah, trying. I, 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 man, you are struggling. He's <laughs> like, ah, because you know, if the, the A molecule and the B molecule meet in the destination of the stop, <laughs> and then the nuclei has a feeling about it. No, so would that be how she would most? Okay, if if it were to be the human being side comes out. Right. Not that side, like Mm. the human, like that natural response, that agitation that you said the she has the ability to snap. Mm. What would the snap be like? What would that response be? I don't see her as one that would raise her voice and obviously pass her opinions on to me. But it wouldn't be as plain. It would have some sort of emotions to it. Example. Um, She's not here. It's okay. Example is um, it could obviously lead to a situation where there's a few tears and she's like, I don't feel like you're giving me what I need. And obviously with tears in her eyes or like with a voice where you're like, damn, like I actually did make her feel upset about the situation. But I don't see it just being a plain conversation. There's probably going to be a build up. Again, you mentioned that over time right. she's been piling it up. So I reckon there's going to be some sort of emotions to it. Is this is this fair? Is this accurate? Oh yeah, I'll start crying. Yeah, I should have said that before. No problem. Okay, yep. how would you receive that? Um, I think at that point in time, I'm very good at reading situations, and I'm also I'm one person that struggle to put my people that I care about in a situation or position where they feel upset. So I, I reckon I'll take on the message. And try at that moment in time to reassure her and being the person I am, that always strive to improve on myself. I would tell her that I'm obviously going to intentionally and actively work on it. Action. Tell her. You're responding to her. She had that emotional response to you about how she's been feeling for three weeks. You're acknowledging that. Mm. Action. Yeah. This is where I'm at. <laughs> okay. Um, I do take on board what you've said to me. Um Upon reflection, you're probably correct. And I will do my best to make sure that it doesn't carry on this way. Wait, hold up, pause, offside. Take it, hang on. Go on. Is that how you would speak? Yeah. I take, I take I, I it take on, on board. I'm I very good at self-reflecting, board. yeah. If I feel like it's but something- But this is the verbiage that you would use. This, yeah. is, this is how you, Yeah. that's impressive. Okay, yeah. go ahead, okay. Fair, that's, that's, that's accurate, that's yeah. how he? Yeah. Interesting. Because- Again, I feel like with communication, I'm not the best with my words. And I'll say exactly how my brain has processed the information. And right. I reflect upon what she said. And if I feel like it's something that I do, then yeah, I'm going to say it that way. Right. But if it's not something that I feel like I've done, then obviously defense mode comes on. And this is where I ask for like, give me examples. Right. I always do that. Give me examples. Right. But if it's where I'm able to reflect and see that it's something that I've actually done wrong, then straight away it's okay, I'm going to work to improve on that. Okay, so Jessica, you said in the beginning that 
this probably isn't the way that you would handle it. You're not going to let it go for three weeks like that. Yeah. Right. And I appreciate that. So if it's not right, clearly now we're getting back to the question, mm-hmm. how you would handle the conflict. So in your mind, this is a conflict because you're conflicted with the way that he's been behaving or not been behaving. Right. So how would you approach it before letting it get to a three week time span? Right. How would you address this? Um, I think simply I it probably wouldn't go past two days. Right. But how would you? Uh, I I don't I, I feel like I would react the same way that I just said, even if it had been a couple of weeks, I would try to be calm about it um, and just ask what we can do to move forward from it. I, and maybe also find out whether or not he had also been feeling some kind of way. If this were the situation, I would probably assume that he was upset with me, even though that I know that isn't actually what was happening. So it would just, yeah, I'd, I'd just be asking for some reassurance, I guess, at that point. But why would you do that to yourself? Why would you make the assumption? Because you, you just said two contradicting things. You said, I would make the assumption that he's probably upset with me, even though I know. Ba-da-da-da-da. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you go in and make that? That kind of goes off of what you said earlier when we talked previously. You said, uh, when time goes by, Right. The more to, I think we were talking about waiting multiple days or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. You said when time goes by, you're like, All right, I got to say something, because the more time goes by, you start to have these thoughts in your head and you formulate this whole yeah. other story that doesn't. Yeah. But you it's just said yourself, you didn't feel that he would. But so you're making an assumption, even though you know that this assumption that you made probably isn't true. Why would you do that to yourself? I just think I've got a tendency to. I don't think I, th- I think sometimes it's self-sabotage. I won't lie. Mm. Yeah, I Point blank, I think a lot of the time it might be self-sabotage, but I'm trying to work on that. Okay. Sarah, what were you saying? No, I was just going to say, like, I feel like we all, excuse me, are going off patterns. Like when we're in those moments, we're not necessarily always consciously acting the way we'd want to. We're working off patterns of ways we've reacted in the past. So your thought process in that moment is probably like bringing you back to a time where you felt somebody was already upset with you. So Mm -hmm. you're experiencing that in that moment, even though it's not your reality now, but your body and your, the way you're going to react because it's what you've been doing. That's how it's going to come across. You know what I mean? That makes sense. That's exactly what I was right before you, I was going to say, do you think that you're making that assumption because it's a trigger? Yeah. That, and that's, Mm -hmm. I imagine that's what you're you're getting at, right? It's something from before, Mm -hmm. right? I've said it in many episodes before I've said it in my relationship and I hold myself accountable for this as well. But I, I know it sounds, it could sound bad depending on how you perceive it, but I've always said I refuse to pay taxes for somebody else's mistakes. Right. And, but with that, we have to communicate. Right. I probably talk too much to my wife. <laughs> like I'm probably like all the time, babe, yeah, babe, you know, I feel like this because of this. Like, baby, I think like this because of this. Well, this like this, like this, and this. I'm always saying stuff, right? The biggest thing is I know I say a lot. And like for her, I'm, she's probably like, I can't remember everything. And then what's the one thing that I get upset about? Why you don't remember what I told you? How I feel about honeycomb. I told you I like Fruit Loops. <laughs> like, and it's just like, yo, I say too much. So maybe it's a trigger. So when I asked the question about how you how you deal with 
conflict in the relationship. One of the things, if you were to pose a question to me, is I'm going to do prefabrication work, right? I'm not going to wait for the conflict to happen. I'm proactive, mm-hmm. or at least I try to be proactive, right? So I want to ask, are you all this way in your relationships? Are you proactive? Do you preempt something happening? Make an assumption that something could happen, right? Do you preempt it and then try to do work along the way to soften the blow, make it not happen at all, complete prevention? Like, are these ways that you work and ways that you think? Or do you just find yourself in a situation of conflict, of disagreement, right? Of an argument, and then you just react based on the situation. How do you guys approach it? Um, for me personally, um, again, this journey of always trying to improve myself is a proactive way of making a statement in the sense that if I'm able to patch up all my mess, then it leaves less room to actually find yourself in a position where you're having to react to a degree. So if you're able to reduce the chances of obviously causing a, a well, creating a situation, then that is being proactive in itself is more, for me, it's a bigger statement than actually doing work just before you get to that point where it becomes a big situation, if you know what I mean. So if it's a continuous thing, then I feel like that's a more proactive way of dealing with stuff than kind of anticipating in the moment and then trying to obviously work on it. What do you mean by a continuous thing? Elaborate on that. So if you continue continuously build yourself, like in terms of communication, for instance, I'm doing a continuous job on obviously improving that as the day goes on. And I could see my improvement as well. Whereas if I'm the same old person that I used to be, I could act on situations. And I mean, it's not going to be seen as a reaction because a reaction would be acting after the situation. Pro being proactive is basically trying to not let the situation happen. So if, for instance, I've been making her feel a type of way with my behavior, but then when I start to notice maybe a change in her behavior due to my behavior, and then I try to make up or make changes then, that's still seen as proactive in my eyes because I'm not letting the situation get worse so I'm trying to alter that situation from there on. But if it's a thing that I do every day that I wake up, then I feel like that's a more a, a bigger um, proactive activity compared to obviously trying to patch it up just prior to the explosion. Right. What What would that look like for you? Being being proactive, or which, which is the way that you you approach it? Like, are you doing a constant check in? I believe I can say. So I think you said like you and your sister, you guys do check ins, Mm -hmm. right? As far as like how things go. So is it is it life like that for you? Like, do you do check ins when you're in a relationship? Do you wait for something to happen? Do you overshare? Is it a combination or mixture of the two or three or whatever? Like, how do you Um, how do you handle? I would say I I do check ins. I do check ins with myself first, and then I do I would do a check in with my partner. Um. And by checking with myself, I just feel like every day, part of my personal practice is waking up, um, like moving my body, taking time to like meditate or like sit with my thoughts. And I journal like I do for me. It seems like I have those conversations even when there is no 
kerfuffle or something happening, you know? Oh, what? Kerfuffle. <laughs> you know, no, like dr- drama. I don't know. <laughs> I can't spell it for you. <laughs> Sorry, I went in a really, um, I went in a really roundabout way, but I think with people in my life, um, I've gotten into a practice of also just checking in with them, kind of like you do with your sister and just be like, if there was a moment of tension that might not have been an argument or something, be like, how did that make you feel? Or, you know what, actually, like in that moment, I might have felt a little like that made me feel a little anxious, but I didn't know how to bring it up. How would you want me to bring that up with you so that we can move in a more cohesive direction next time or like avoid conflict? And I know uh, it's, sorry, go, uh, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was go just going to say like, I know it sounds like, very peaceful and it seems too easy and it's very bumpy along the way. But I've, I can honestly say I have one or two relationships in my life that are like, that I have that space to do that. And it's, it's so different being able to know that I can come to this person and be like, you know what? I felt like this in that situation. It didn't result in a fight or anything, but like this is how I felt. And like, how can we navigate from this space? Like, how can I, how can we move forward? I, I, uh yeah i the okay the part that i'm i'm slightly struggling with okay is it's not about your process Mm -hmm. but like yeah we all have to do self-work right we all have to work on ourselves Mm -hmm. this is this is understood i don't know how to how to give an example um let's say let's say taekwondo or jujitsu right so i don't know anything about jujitsu i barely know how to spell it right Mm -hmm. but I do know that my wife loves it, right? I do know that she built it in jujitsu. Okay. Now, however level, however the belts go, I, I don't even know this, so I no disrespect to the sport. But however the, the 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 colors of the belts go, right? Let's just say, I don't know. I'm if there's nine belts, I think that's better to do numbers. If there's nine belts, let's just say I'm a number two. Okay. This means that three through nine, I don't know what they bring to the table. They probably gonna put me up on site, right? Like I'm done. Okay. So when we talk about the self-help, I can only do work on myself for what I know. And if we're talking about relationships, I'm in a relationship with the other people between these nine belts, right? I don't know what three through nine knows. So even though I'm working on myself in grades one and two, I still need to venture out. And that is gonna be an integral part of my self-help. Because I need to know what I could potentially be dealing with, right, in order to respond accordingly. Because I could do all my self-help in levels one and two, go to the beach, pull out a yoga mat, do my thing, eat my whatever, have my chi, whatever it is I do, right? And then when somebody from level five approaches me and they got this new elbow move, I'm like, ah, right? I don't know how to, I don't know how to react to that. So I kind of have to put myself in that position if I'm a level two and I'm dating a level five. I need to spend time with that level five. I need to talk to that level five. I need to train. If we're talking jujitsu, train with that level five so that I'm in a position to be able to defend myself. I'm in a position to be able to offend up to a level five. Right. So while I think it is good that you or anyone will work on themselves and do what they need to do by themselves. We're talking about being in a relationship. So a large part of the work that I think that needs to be done needs to be with that person. You can only shadow box so much. 
You can only practice dribbling on the basketball court by yourself so much. Who are you going to cross over? Who are you going to dunk on by yourself? I agree and disagree, mm-hmm. but continue. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I mean, it's not even really for a, to, to disagree. It's about approach, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, if you don't know what I'm capable of, if you're in a relationship with me and you don't know what has frustrated me, you don't know what trauma I've been through. You don't know my family relationship. You don't know how many children I got floating around the world. You don't know my situation at work. All you know is I like watching The Purge. I like to drive this car and I work at this place. When all these other things come into play that you have no knowledge of, how are you going to deal with it? Do you see what I'm saying? You've only trained to say, I know where we can find the purge for free online and we can stream it. This is, this is your level of knowledge of me and where I work and where I'm from. But when it gets down to, I got trauma because I was, I was, I was adopted. I have trauma because I was, I, I was in relationships and I got cheated on every single time. And I thought I was in love. You don't know anything about my father wasn't in my life. You don't know anything about this. So you're not equipped to be able to help me handle me or walk with me through these things. That's what I'm saying. And like, that's why I say it's not really for agreement or disagreement because it's like, I would be the only one that could tell you what you don't know about me. I'm the only one that can tell you what's missing. And there's no way somebody could sit and say, well, like, I do agree with that. Or I don't, because if you don't know these things, you don't know these things. If you don't know that I've had these traumas, how are you going to deal with it? Now, you may have knowledge of how to, but I'm just saying in the reference of dealing with these two people in this relationship. So I just think just as equally important as it is for us to work on ourselves, you also need to work with the person that you're in a relationship with so that you can better understand him or her. Mm. And you all work on yourselves together. That's all. I, I agree. The only thing I want to say is that you can only <clears throat> you can only accept and take into the level that you know so i understand working and that's kind of what you were saying but like the only thing i think it's almost equal parts because you have to know yourself enough to now work with your partner and like you can know yourself from like your personal history but you need to also understand how you react and respond in these situations enough so that when you are in communication with your partner you can you know analyze if this if you're being rational to a certain extent and this is like this is my my perspective you know like I was in a situation where I was talking to somebody um, and I felt really anxious when I didn't have the, when someone they didn't reply and so in like that you mean text message or something like that you mean they yeah reply. okay okay, okay. Just, yeah just to like, clarify just make sure you're yeah, not talking yeah, yeah. face to face and they're like which is different. <laughs> yeah. Yo, no reply. <laughs> I got trauma now. <laughs> right. Right. And yes, I have history. I have all of that. But then part of me was also like, okay, this is the situation. I'm feeling anxious, but I need to deal with my anxiety, my anxiety. And like, yes, we can come after and communicate about how that made me feel and how maybe like we can decide how to navigate going forward. But it's partly for me to understand like in these situations, how do I feel and how would I react? 
Like, am I going to say, well, I thought this happened and you didn't reply? No, it was a thing of like, oh, I feel anxious. I feel uncomfortable. Wow, this is something I need to work on because I can't expect this person to deal with this for me. So I don't know if I'm conveying what I'm wanting to convey. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, you know that people out there got guns mm -hmm. and you need to make sure that you know how to shoot. And you got guns that can combat their guns. And the right. people that might sneak up on you, you got a knife or you can come at them with a knife. You want to have all your weapons and your tool belt and know how to use yours. Yeah. And then when you go out into the environment, mm -hmm. now you're able to deal with whatever comes. You can purge with the best of them. Right. right? You right. want to make sure you can you can do your thing. Right. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is. Yeah. Essentially. But, but what I mean is if I'm in a relationship mm -hmm. with someone. Right. And I'm. I'm not knowledgeable about what they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. The things that I've been working on, depending on, it's all about timing, right? Right. The things that I've been working on may not have me in a place where I can deal with or work through because it's newly introduced to me. Okay. And it's just going to take more time. And that's why I, Nothing that you're saying is wrong. I don't mm -hmm. think that anything that I'm saying is wrong. It's just our a different approach to yeah, it yeah. or our thoughts towards the approach. Mm -hmm. But I think that, I guess bottom line is, they need to be done synonymously. Yeah. It needs to be done in parallel. Mm -hmm. If you're Agreed. working on one, if you're if you're constantly focused on Jessica, then, and you're, you're neglecting yourself, mm. then you're not going to be in the best position to be able to be... A, a working part of that relationship. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And likewise, if it's Vic and he's just like, I'm all about Vic and I just got to do this. And I am Vic, Vic, Vic and yeah. Vic, 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 Vic. And when it comes to Jessica, he's like, who? Like, this isn't going to okay. work. Right. And it's just going to take more time. Mm -hmm. And I think I may be wrong, but I think that that's when people get into conflict that they cannot overcome. And then the, the relationship is is brought to its demise. Like that's, that's it because Vic has been so caught up in himself mm -hmm. and he doesn't know how to help or handle or deal with or walk through things with Jessica. And now he's like, sure. Let me play my games, man. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of all this dumbness. I'm tired. I'm not just want to, just want to call a duty, you know? And she's like, he doesn't understand me. All I want to do is make him wonderful cupcakes and, he doesn't want to eat them. I'm spending when all this time. Like oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he doesn't understand me. I just want to make cupcakes. That's how you Stop. Don't do it. But really, though, like, and, and that, but I just think it has to be done together. Like, that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't think one really gets favored over the other unless you're not in a relationship. When you're by yourself, this is the time where you focus 100% yeah. on self mm -hmm. and you're getting ready. You're Rocky before the fake Rocky match in the movie. You know what I'm saying? You climbing mm -hmm. up the, the hills in Philadelphia and dun, 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 whatever, right? That's what you're doing when you're all by yourself. But then when you're in a relationship, time automatically has to be split in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. You have to dedicate. Agreed. And some of that time that you're using to work on yourself it's going to have to be fractioned mm -hmm. off mm -hmm. to be with that person. Mm -hmm. Jessica, what's the biggest conflict that you think you faced in relationships? In relationships, just like relationships. We don't need to identify which one it may be, even though it may be sitting next to you. We don't <laughs> <need to> <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Shh. 
it's just between us uh, <laughs> and the world. The biggest conflict. Um, cheating. Mm. Yeah. And did you approach the person about this? Yes. You say that like you caught them, like you walked in or something. No, no, no. <laughs> you no, was no. like, <laughs> yes, yes, I, you yeah, did. Yeah. And so how did how did like? Can you tell us what? What I'm just. Um, that's a common. That's a common thing, right? Yeah, I think um, this kind of goes back to me not really liking conflict. That I kind of just brushed it under the rug a little bit. And flipped it around to I I don't I, yeah I don't you know flip what the rug like, no. what are you what I just brushed it under the rug and I tried to ignore the very so what big what happened issue. what happened you you walked in on it you you no, found I got text told. messages I, I got told I got told you got told so you got told that somebody was cheating on you yeah how long were you together by the person six years the person told you yeah oh was the Oh, oh, okay, right, okay. Well, and you didn't. Okay, so was there a situation because you didn't approach this person? No. Right. Was there a situation where you act because I'm 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 trying to bring in real examples of okay. conflict yeah. resolution. Like, so there technically wasn't really a conflict with this situation, right? Uh, like it happened. They told you you withdrew from the situation. And moved on, and here you are on Diverse Clarity. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I didn't really go just like that. I didn't really withdraw it went just like from that. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that conflict was never really resolved. But obviously, I also feel like two parties need to be... But that's what I mean. So I'm saying yeah. another example, because you didn't resolve it. That's what I mean. You, you pulled away from it. Like, it wasn't ever resolved. It happened, and you did what you needed to do to move on. Mm. And that's what you've done. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very so, much. Yes. But Vic, what about you? What's the what's the largest obstacle that you've overcome in a relationship? A conflict where you had to go in and resolve it. How'd you work it out? Um, I mean, looking at my history, to be honest, I haven't been the greatest because I'm I I tend to put most of the time, well, who I used to be, I don't know if I've obviously outgrown that now, but who I used to be is putting other people's feelings before mine because the element of care and love comes first. So I found myself in, take for instance, my previous relationship where I was in it for a duration, where I was just in it for love. And let's be honest, I, I'm one person that preached just now that love is never enough in a relationship. To keep that relationship going, there has to be communication, there has to be respect, and there's other elements to it as well. But yeah, I was in it solely just for love, and that just didn't work out because I found myself in situations where I wanted to say more. I wanted to express how I felt, but I was always in my head about, I could say this, and it could make that person feel a type of way, and then I'm going to have to comfort them for expressing how I felt about things. So looking at my history, I haven't had the greatest in that sense, but um, having kind of outgrown that phase, I feel like I'm maybe in a better place to handle conflict um, in a more 
I don't know, more managed manner in the sense that there's always that period of reflection of what could be done to always improve. I don't know if I'm deflecting. Yeah, you are. I am. But okay, so let me, so. Ask questions. And, and it, give me an example yeah. of one of the, the, the greatest conflicts that you've had to overcome in a relationship. How did conflicts you handle I've it? Overcome. Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> it doesn't have to be about somebody sitting next to you, or it can. <laughs> what you want me to say? <laughs> um, I don't know if I've I could say that I've overcome conflicts successfully in my history, in the sense that again, it's what I mentioned about expressing myself and not expressing myself the way I would like to. So I've been in a position where I needed to voice my opinions on our sex life, for instance, but I've held back. So that's created obviously conflicts going forward. But um, and my way of expressing that was to vocally, verbally say, well, I was trying to paint a picture and that didn't end up well. And I feel like we didn't even get to resolve that it had to be brushed under. I brushed that under because I wanted to move forward and their feelings are prioritized over mine. And so I wouldn't say that I've successfully actually overcame anything major in that sense. Mm. We haven't been faced. Hmm? I disagree. Do you? Yeah, because I feel like we've both done that in this relationship. Major. Yeah. You can give an example, I don't mind. Give me one. I don't even know if I have an example. Wait, what you just said? <laughs> like, no, because this, this this is where like we uh, clash when it comes to resolving conflict as well. Because I can't give examples. Ah, mm-hmm. okay, okay, fair enough. I, 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 I just really struggle to give examples. Okay, like but, I'm on pressure and I'm like, mm. yeah, but you you I, clearly recalled something because you just told him he was wrong. You was like, no. We ate McDonald's. Remember, you had the nuggets. Mm. <laughs> for example, like, for example, uh, our conversation last night, we had conflict. Oh, we do have conflicts, but I think the way you worded it, you said mm. a, a major conflict, right? I mean, that's subjective. It's subjective. Right. So but I, it, it wasn't a conflict that I feel could have, well, to be fair, yeah, it, it was, it was bad because we, okay. Fair enough. Okay. We could see it as that, but obviously it gets to the point where I kind of quantify it and I feel like, like a puppy when he's watching people talk. <laughs> 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 like, 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 but um we had a conflict about again not being able to get examples and educated when I ask for it. And the way we resolved it was in the end reflecting on why it got to where it got to. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, I stepped back for a bit, she stepped back for a bit, and we were able to come forward one after the other. Whereas when we initially tried to resolve it, we were both speaking, but no one was yeah. listening, uh, listening. But in the end, she stepped forward and said what she needed to say. I stepped forward and said what I needed to say. And then in the end, we were able to figure out where we both could have done better to avoid that whole situation. And how we avoid it going, going forward. forward. Yeah. And yeah. how do you avoid it going forward? Because anybody listening I mean, and watching, that, yeah. that might be a tool and tactic that they can put in there 
a Batman tool belt like Sarah has <laughs> over here. So uh, I don't know because I feel like um, one of the points that I have made her, uh, I think I mentioned a little bit earlier on uh, throughout this episode about how uh, conflict, like I, I panic as soon as I am faced with conflict. Um, so when Vic had been asking me for examples, I had told him that I can't give examples because as soon as any kind of conversation that I know that is going to be an intense conversation, I go into uh, like automatically start panicking and then I'm not thinking. So I'm just trying to figure out what I'm saying next and I'm not actually taking anything in. And then I'm not able to give any examples because I've not retained any of it. Like the whole conversation is a blur. Have you always been like this? Yeah. Always. Yeah. As long as you can. As long as I can remember, I may not have always been like that, but, but also I I feel, I feel like I've always avoided conflict. conflict. This relationship has exposed you to that. Yeah. But I, I mean, again, why it's hard is because I'm, one of my biggest fears in life is um, obviously not facing a situation where I know I'm f- f- just fully innocent of something, but I'm not being able to prove it. Being in a situation where I'm falsely accused, but not being able to prove that I'm actually innocent. And it's a big fear of mine. And that's why sometimes I do ask for examples. So I'm able to actually reflect and say, okay, right. I'm, I, I might have done the wrong thing in this but I feel like I don't want to be accused without any sort of evidence behind it. Right. Because sometimes you say these things and I'm like, I can't remember doing that, but this, this is a logical, yeah. this, is a, this is a logical yeah. approach to it. Whereas, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Get now, it? now I'm, yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm tracking. Okay, man. Like you got to Hey, listen, man, I, I'm, I'm on belts one and two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Y'all operating on three to nine. Okay. You better give me a little bit. I so, okay. Now, now I get it. So it's, it's, if the act, if an accusation is made and it is more, what's the word I'm looking for? A vague. Yeah. Right. If it's a vague accusation, maybe it's true, maybe it's not, or maybe it's a full perception of the person that is mm-hmm. speaking. Yeah. That's so, what I was gonna say. Yeah. Right. So, like, if a person says, and I, I, this is not about them, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But like, if a person says, let's say the woman in a relationship, she says, "You always doing blah 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 blah." blah. Okay, it might not be always. Mm-hmm. You might have done it a couple of times in the past week, and then it's just like I in her. <laughs> what? What? Now I'm looking at you thinking, have uh, you heard that did, before? Did, because- I hit a, did I hit a nerve? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, so like if, if in the last two weeks you've done something three times mm. that she doesn't like, mm. and then she finally decides to say something about it. And she says, you always doing this. Nah, 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 nah. You always, you always blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what, I'm not always your perception of always it's could different. potentially mean the entire relationship. Whereas for her, mm-hmm. it's just happened a lot in the last two or three days. Right. Fair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can appreciate where you're coming from when you say I need examples. I need I need exactly what it is you're talking about, because I might not even have done what it is that you're talking about. You might have just thought that's what it was. Right. right. So it could have been something like. Every time I walk in the room, you grab your phone and put it to the side. Yeah, I put it on silent because I don't want anybody to interrupt. 
Like, what what we doing? Because we know we're about to have talking time. Her perception could have been every time you just walk in the room, you grab your phone. She's not paying attention or knowing what it is that you're doing that you're putting it on vibrate or silent for y'all to have a conversation. But her perception could have been you always just grab your phone every time I walk in the room. You grab your phone. Yeah. So that's really interesting because even in that, the way like you would approach it could be different too, rather than saying like not you specifically, but like for example, the phone example. It, if I came at you saying you always touch your phone, whatever it's very accusatory versus like, you know what? I feel um, neglected when you take your phone before you say hi to me or like Mm. saying like putting the onus on like how you feel versus like you do this or like the actual action can actually kind of sway the way the reaction of the person, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's something Mm -hmm. I've had to learn. Like, being like, okay, I feel this way when this situation happens. So it's not even really the situation. It's how I feel about the situation, how yeah. I perceive it, like you said. Right. Um, but sorry, I really didn't mean to No, 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 it's fine. Yeah. It's perfect. Like, I was going on that route. Look, I, I think that anytime somebody approaches a situation, if you approach it with accusations, you've opened the door for conflict already. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's just what it is. Even if you're 100% right, even if you got proof with pictures, voice notes, you got five <laughs> witnesses, you still have opened the door for conflict. And it's not going to be taken well because you've come in with that that approach. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's a, that that's all, like, hypothetical stuff and, 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 and whatever. But the way that you guys handle it, though, Right. Mm-hmm. So you have a situation where she's you're asking for examples. She's I not an example. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean about. OK, but you're asking for examples because she has said something about you or she's yeah. made a an accusation or whatever about you. Right. Or towards you. Yeah. Um, and she can't give you those. Then what, what do you do? You just sit there and be like, All right, well, we're just going to sit here until something come to you. Like, how do you how do you get through that? Because you clearly can't respond to it if you're saying I don't think that I've ever done that. And she's like, I can't give you no exact examples of when you have done it. You just always do it. Like, how does that, how does that work? She's like, yeah. Because I don't, because Why I don't you say at me always. Like cause I don't say it's always. tricky though. Okay. And I, I mean, I don't say always and I don't say you never do this. And if I do, then I, I stop myself and I take a step but back. It's because yeah. we've had a conversation about it in and the past. In, in, and it's 99% untrue when they say you always, right? But you then, just don't do it to their standards. Also, in terms of when it comes to um, accusing you, say, for example, uh, Vic likes to not have his phone up on the dashboard. So in the car, he'll either have it down here or he'll put it down the side. For me, just because I have some, sometimes I need reassurance. I didn't straight away say, oh, you always take your phone and you put it down the side and like, like you're hiding something from me. I just said, um, like, I feel a little bit stressed when you do that. Like, what's the reason that you do that? And then we had a conversation about it. I feel like it was not, I just feel like sometimes I'm not accusing you. And then I still wouldn't have been able to give an example of when you did it though. I just know that when we went into the car, a few of the times that you had done it, but I couldn't be like, on Monday at 7.15, you did this. And on Wednesday, I don't, because I don't remember things. The logical side to that is if I had anything to hide, my phone's always connected to my car, wired or not. So 
if anything was to go on that phone, it would come on my dash. I think the really interesting thing between you guys, though, like that I'm like as a third party, just like fly on the wall is like, this is a cool environment because now you have the opportunity to understand why he needs examples. And it's not just mm. to be petty or to be mm. like, meh, 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 but it's like it triggers a fear in him that he's not going to be that he'll be like falsely accused. Mm-hmm. And now you have the opportunity to understand why she can't give you those examples in that moment. Cause yeah. it makes her panicked and nervous and fearful. So it's like you both have a deeper understanding of like why these things would potentially cause conflict mm. and how to, now you can have time to like talk about mm-hmm. how we navigate because mm-hmm. both of us will be in our like defensive fearful space if yeah. we approach each other like that. Yeah. That's so. interesting as well. Because take, for instance, last night, even with the examples, I didn't get them. So I felt like with that, I need to compromise. Mm. You couldn't give me examples last night. So the reason why sometimes as well I ask for examples is because anyone could accuse anyone of doing anything. True, yes. And I, I, I like logic. So if you're giving, if you're saying, if you're accusing me of stuff, it's good. It's nice for me to be able to say, okay, uh, to hear you say, this is when you did something similar. And then I could actually have the, the chance to reflect because if there's nothing to reflect upon, then essentially, if I'm going to apologize to you, then it wouldn't even come from my heart. I'll just say it to diffuse the situation. And I don't reckon it should be that way. In my opinion, anyway, it shouldn't be that way. Mm. So if you're saying I did this and this and this and this, then you can you, you should be able to give me instances. And I feel like again, maybe the way I am and I'm a, a very scientific, logic based man. And everything I do, I have to see it. I'm a visual learner as well. So we learn from being hands on, like you mentioned. So if you're painting this picture and I'm not seeing what pictures you're painting and you're not able to back it up with any sort of evidence, then it's harder for me to kind of relate to what you're saying. Can I just go? I want to, I want to say something get get to, to close out. I mentioned this when we were having coffee earlier, but you saying it just gave me a, a different perspective of the same thing that I had already said. You guys know when you um, you go to the eye doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And they give you, sometimes they give you like this book, right? And you're supposed to flip through the book and they're like, all right, what do you, what do you see? Sometimes it's like a bunch of dots and it might mm-hmm. be a number seven in the dots. Or you got like the picture and then the picture, you, it's like an ink thing and you got to flip the picture. And some people is like, I see an elephant in the clouds. And the other person's like, I see a seagull eating a fish. <laughs> And it's yeah. like, God damn, you blind. <laughs> like, yo, like, yo, what's up? Right? So what what I said earlier, and you'll know what I'm talking about, but what I said earlier was like, even if you're breaking down something, like down to the the the, the infinite morsel, right? It's like we talk about taking sap out the tree and then how things are made or whatever. <laughs> if you don't understand even that, you're like, what's sap? Like, I don't, you know, like down to that. You could be looking at the same. You said you need a picture. You could be looking at the same picture and see something completely different. different. Mm. So now we go back to what I was saying with you. Yeah, we have to understand ourselves. But the moment we open ourselves up to a relationship, right? The moment we are, we become adults and we say, I'm in this. I love you. I'm in this. 
right? This is mine, my relationship. The onus is on you. You have to be an adult. There's a percentage of what 100% that you dedicate to you. And now you need to look at this relationship you're in and knock it down to whatever it needs to be to know what you need to give for that relationship. And the fact that I can hold up a picture to both of you and I say, tell me what you see. And you see an elephant in the clouds and you see a seagull eating a fish. That tells me, right, that that's where I need to put a whole lot of work because we're looking at the same thing and we're perceiving something different. different. So no matter how logical, because I know we both are, no matter how logical you are, and I'm pointing at myself too, it doesn't mean that when you explain it and you you finalize your your logic your 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 logic approach, it doesn't mean that she's going to understand it the way that you outlined it or the way that you curated it for her, yeah. right? And no matter how much you explain and blame or or you have proof even of something, it still might not look exactly how what we're talking about. Yeah, he grabbed his phone. He was whatever. Every time he came in the room, in your mind, those are all true. But in true action, he was just putting it on vibrate, respecting you because he didn't want anything to happen. No email notifications, no nothing, because he knew you were about to have a conversation. And no, this did not happen. Just an example. But you see what I'm saying? So like everything that you said was right, but it wasn't actually what was happening in that example. And everything that you explained was clear, but she still saw a seagull eating a fish, right? So I think that every relationship, you just have to look at who you're with and how you guys get along and figure out what's the best way for the two of you or in some relationships, the three of you <laughs> to communicate and do what you do. Yeah. What do y'all think? No, I agree. agree yeah. And yeah. thank you guys for being so open about your like relationship. I was in the contract. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it is hard just to talk about. Even I find myself here sometimes like I know what I want to say, but it doesn't always come out. And to be here and share and be open enough to have this dialogue about your partner. You like, do fine. Everything comes out. You Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm talking in a circle. But no, that's okay. Don't. In my mind, it makes sense. You know? But- see? 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 <laughs> she thought she drew an abstract picture and I saw the Mona Lisa. See? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just on fire today. Okay. <laughs> but no, I just wanted to say thank you for being open because I know thank it you. can be hard and to be, feel like you're on the spot when you're here. But like it's, no, it's it's nice. It's nice to see people having these dialogues that are tough now, you know? Um, but yeah. Pleasure. <laughs> Yo, it's Sarah G, Jessica B. I'm Omega. And thank you, Vic, for stopping by again. This is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. We will catch you next episode.